Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You know why? It is a Finish Strong Friday and a Picks Friday presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Now I've got, I don't know how many uh, podcasts, five podcasts, I guess, on the network and absolutely love anytime I get a chance to give things to you guys. Because if I'm giving something to you, it means you usually did something in return which I love. Oh, by the way, before I forget, on social media, there's a lot of talk about Twitter maybe going down. So make sure you know I'm also at Ross Tucker NFL on Instagram and then Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and Ross Tucker NFL on TikTok as well if we lose Twitter at any point for whatever length of time. So wanted to make sure you knew that. And the show is at Ross Tucker Pod on Instagram. And of course, you can always check out the clips, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Anyway, like I was saying, let's give out some free Madden codes. I want winners. I want people that want to win. People like Dave Sharon. I think I'm going to say Dave Sharon. It's C H A R R A N. I'm going to go with Sharon for that. Uh, He rated and reviewed every show. Rated and reviewed every show we had. I love it, Dave. That's what I'm looking for. Looking for people that go the extra mile. I will email you your preferred Madden code. Thank you very much. And then the sponsor confirmation email winner is Kyle Knapp. Kyle took advantage of the Game Time app using the code Ross to buy some tickets. Love it. Congratulations, Kyle. I'll be sending you your Madden code as well. And then the YouTube shout-out is Michael Vega. V-E-G-A. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Do me a favor, Michael, and send me an email. Ross at RossTucker.com because I don't want to just reply 
with the console, um, with the code to your YouTube comment over at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, because then somebody else might be able to grab it. So send me an email, Michael Ross at Ross Tucker.com. And I will send you the code that way. It's big show time. The big show. All right, Ross, to get things started, let's talk about last night's game where the Tennessee Titans defeated the Green Bay Packers 27-17. They were clearly the better team. Uh, They clearly dominated the action for the most part, really right from the start. I mean, right from the start, they went right down the field. And interestingly, I think it was like five passes and only three Derrick Henry runs. They had a big play to Traylon Burks, who they really need. They really need these receivers to step up. Although I'll tell you this much, they don't have A.J. Brown anymore, and they're not going to. But Burks, Westbrook Akine, Robert Woods, I thought they all made plays. I I thought they all did some really good things last night. You know, they're, they're starting to be a, I don't know, respectable wide receiving core just in time for the Titans heading into the stretch. It'll be Thanksgiving in a week. Gosh, that's wild. Less than a week now. By the way, the Packers, there weren't, there's only like five possessions, I think, in the first half of the game because the Packers drove and then they got a free play at the end of the first quarter. Give Aaron Rodgers a lot of credit for this. He caught the Titans with too many men on the field. He thought the Titans trying to substitute, even though the Packers weren't. And so the Titans try to substitute when the Packers aren't. The Packers can snap the ball. So Rodgers snapped it, knew he had too many men on the field, knew he had a free play, and was able to throw it to Watson for a touchdown. Watson, by the way, had two more touchdown catches. So that's five in the last two games. I think I was seeing on Twitter that he went from having zero touchdowns to now he has the rookie lead for touchdown receptions in the last four days. Think about that. Uh, But I love that Rodgers does stuff like that. I love that the Packers do stuff like that. It's so smart. Number one, it's so smart just to catch them like that. Number two, it's so smart to to snap it. Number three, it's so smart for Rodgers to throw it up for grabs in the end zone and go for it. You know, like try to get a touchdown when he knows he's got a free play. Loved everything about that by Rodgers. How about this? The Titans then went 18 plays, 10 minutes. As you might imagine, for those of you who didn't get a chance to watch the game or you can't with Amazon or whatever, a lot of Derrick Henry runs. But then they got stuffed on fourth and like one and a half inside the 10. I didn't really, I personally, because remember the Packers had missed their extra point to it's 7-6. I personally, not knowing the metrics, would have kicked the field goal there. It was a, a long yard and a half, and I would have wanted to get the field goal to be up by four, to be up by more than a field goal. But that's not what Vrabel did. Vrabel went for it. They didn't get it. But then after they stuffed the Packers on three plays, including Aaron Rodgers' intentional grounding from like the half-yard line, the Titans got the ball back in great field position, 
And after several good Tannehill throws, they scored a touchdown. So that's a big factor in whether or not they go for it on fourth downs like that is the ability to decide whether or not, you know, is the, is the reality that if you get a stop on defense, you get really, really good field position. Um, Packers got a field goal, and then the Titans had another drive where they got uh, in the second half where they got a screen to Derrick Henry where he went for a while. Brewer, who's playing center for Ben Jones, probably got away with the hold, but stuff like that happens a lot more than people realize. And then Derrick Henry threw like a touchdown pass. Somewhat similar to what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did Monday night, but this time it was Tannehill handing it to Henry, who then threw the touchdown pass. Um, What's interesting to me is that after that, Aaron Rodgers had absolutely pinpoint accuracy. I mean pinpoint accuracy on the next drive. So many good throws to Cobb and Watson and Tunyon and Lazard. So the Packers score, it's 20-17. to But two things happened after that. Packers defense, they've invested a lot of resources in, couldn't stop the Titans. They went down the field. They scored a touchdown to Austin Hooper. Here's my problem with the Austin Hooper touchdown. They called it incomplete. And then New York said to them in their ear, hey, no, it it was a touchdown. Reverse this. So they call that replay assist. But it's not equitable. A lot of times, like, that should have been one that Mike Vrabel had to challenge. Mike Vrabel should have had to challenge that that pass, that touchdown. I, I, I don't think it's clear right now what replay assist can help with and what they can't. And I think that's bad. I think that's really bad. Like that that they don't do that in other in other games. They don't like come in and say, "Oh no, he actually caught that." Like that's not what I thought replay assist was supposed to be. Um, I will say for the Packers defense, Quay Walker was everywhere. I mean, Quay Walker, number seven, their rookie from Georgia, he was everywhere in the game. He was impressive. Um, You know, it was so funny because I literally wrote in my notes to talk to you guys about, I thought Tannehill was playing awesome. And then right when I wrote that, he threw a really bad interception. He got fooled. Can't remember who picked it up, but he didn't see the DB. But you know what? Titans kind of got bailed out after that because I'd say on at least two of the next three drives, Rodgers played really bad. I mean, he had back-to-back terrible throws on one drive. Then the next drive, I think it was a fourth down, he had an awful throw. I don't know what happened to him. and I don't know if they would have won the game anyway, but it was bad. I mean, it was bad throws by Rodgers that really stood out to me. Speaking, by the way, about bad, it's really bad, especially this time of year, to not have a home security system. And right now, I know some of you are thinking about it. You can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. It's their biggest offer of the year. Here's why I love it, right? 
Number one, because I've had two incidents in my life and it robs you of the feeling of safety in your own home. And you probably don't know what that's like unless you experience it. It's bad. It's really bad. It's not a good feeling for you. You know, when I was younger, your sister, your parents, when I was older, my wife, you know, and what I like about Simply Safe is it costs less than a dollar a day. So it's less than half the price of like ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Uh, they've got an awesome app that lets you arm or disarm, unlock it for a guest, whatever you want to do. And it was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Tucker today. It's their biggest discount of the year. So if you're going to do it, do it now. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. No safe like Simply Safe. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross, some news items to get to before the picks. Bills versus Browns officially moved to Detroit Sunday, 1 o'clock. So that's a bummer for us visually that would have loved a snow game, right? Snow games are very visually pleasing. However, it's understandable. They're always going to operate in what's the best interest of the safety of the fans, the participants, as well as not wanting to divert emergency resources from a community that looks like they're probably going to need it. So I get it. The ironic thing is, I don't know that the bills are losing that much with this. In other words, obviously they're losing home field advantage, but if the weather was bad in Buffalo, that would really, I think, help the Browns with their rushing attack. If it was really bad to the point where you couldn't throw, I don't know what it was supposed to be like. Whereas indoors, you know, that, that certainly helps Josh Allen and the Bills passing game. Tuck's takes. Bills claim linebacker AJ Klein off the waivers. Well, he was there, and then they traded him, I thought, to the Ravens, and then the Ravens must have released him, and the Bills got him back because he's a pretty good player that they use in certain packages. You know, he gives them depth. So I like that signing by the Bills. Tuck's takes. The Eagles signed defensive tackle Dominican Sue just a day after signing Linval Joseph. Eagles are not messing around, man. I mean, the Eagles, this is uh, one of the things I really like and respect about the organization. They're very aggressive and they're willing to spare no expense 
when it comes to making sure that they have no holes or at least try to correct the holes as much as they possibly can when they know they have an opportunity to do something special. And that's exactly what they're doing here. I mean, Linval Joseph on Thursday or two or Wednesday and Dominican Sue on Thursday. The interesting part about that is it sounded like in Dominican Sue had had, his, had reached out to the Eagles and it made it clear for weeks that that was who he wanted to play for, which kind of cool to be at that stage of your career, right? Where you can kind of pick who you want to play for. I want to pick with the best. I want to play with the, the number one team in the Ross Tucker podcast power rankings. Pretty cool. Tucks takes. Chiefs place wide receiver Miko Harmon on IR, play, ruling him out at least four weeks. I forget what his injury was um, or what happened to him. But, man, that's a, another reason it's nice to have Kadarius Tony, right? I mean, those guys, some of the, the ways in which they can use those guys are similar. So I think it's really helpful that they have a guy like Tony who they can use with Hardman out. Tucks takes. The NFL commits to at least three more games in Germany through 2025. Well, that's great. I love it. And I hope somehow one of these years I can get over there and I can do one of the games. Um, I would love only been in Germany once and it was um, Berlin. I would love to go to Munich or Frankfurt or anywhere at some point. My mom lived over there a couple times as an army brat. I'd love to hopefully meet. Some of you guys, if you're over there, it would be awesome. Plus, they have a lot of really nice fine art over there in Europe. And Masterworks lets you invest in fine art from legends like Picasso and Banksy. I still don't really know who Banksy is. I got to Google that. But he's evidently a legend. So here's what they do. Obviously, those things are really expensive. None of us can afford to actually buy them. But you can because Masterworks breaks it into shares, right? So you're buying a small piece of it. So while the S&P 500 is going down and mortgage rates are going up, why not um, get something that actually gained value the last time inflation caused this much damage? Even as recently as October, Masterworks produced results. They sold a painting for a 21.5% net return to their investors. Six of their seven exits have gone for more than 20% net returns. So basically you're putting in 10K, you get out 12K. Pretty nice. Skip the wait list today when you sign up with our special code, Ross. That's masterworks.com, promo code Ross to skip the wait list. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Let's start with the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, kind of going back and forth on this one. Obviously, the Bears have struggled defensively. And the Falcons still have something to play for in that division. I don't know. I you know, the Falcons did have extra time because they played last Thursday night. But this, to me, is a true toss-up. So, like, if you're looking to bet the game, I would take the Bears and the three points because, for me, 
this could really go either way. But I suppose Atlanta at home, extra time to rest. I think it'll be a fun game. 31-30 Falcons, but I was very tempted to let the doggies out. The Carolina Panthers at the Baltimore Ravens. Not as much here. It's interesting that the Ravens are this big of favorites going against Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. I think it'll be a closer game than that. Panthers have won, what, two out of their last four, and even one of the ones they lost to the Falcons, they probably could have won. So I kind of like what Steve Wilkes has done with them. But the Ravens, coming off a bye, uh, should be healthier. I don't envision Carolina actually winning that game. Let's say Baltimore 27, Carolina 17 with Baker, and that's probably the best survivor pick this week, Jack. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. You got the Cleveland Browns at the Buffalo Bills in Detroit. I like the Bills. Now, um, I already talked about this a little bit in terms of the home field advantage or lack thereof, but I still think they'll bounce back. Um, They won't have much of a home crowd. Heck, there might be more people from Cleveland there, but um, I don't know. I I still think the Bills are a better team. I think they bounced back from last week. The Browns, that was disastrous against the Dolphins. I think it's a pretty good game, though. I just have a feeling the Browns will play better than they did. So, again, if you're into the betting part of it, I kind of like the Browns with the points. But I do think, man, I can't imagine the Bills – Losing three in a row, especially against the Browns, that would be rough, really rough. Give me the Bills in a pretty pretty decent win. Um, 27-20, Bills. The Washington Commanders of the Houston Texans. I like the Commanders, but they're definitely poised for a letdown game in this spot after beating the undefeated Eagles on the road Monday night. Everybody telling them how great they are. This would be a letdown game for the commanders if they had one. And the Texans have been knock, knock, knocking on getting a win in recent weeks. Do you know what that song's from, Jack? I don't. That's that, that's not it's out of my repertoire. It's I, I think it's maybe, I don't know. I'm terrible with this. Maybe it's Aerosmith. Like... Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know. Maybe it's Guns N' Roses. I have no idea. You know, I should probably not talk about music because my music knowledge is very limited. So all I'm doing right now is really exposing myself, which is not good. Let's go, Commanders. Close, hard-fought game, 20-17. to Over the Texans, the commanders get it done. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Indianapolis Colts. I think this is going to be a barn burner. Colts have the formula that the commanders just put out there, right? They got a veteran quarterback who hopefully for them won't make mistakes. They run the ball well with Jonathan Taylor. You know that they saw what the commanders did Monday night, and they're going to try to replicate that. I think the Eagles are very much on upset alert again, but I do think the Eagles – We'll find a way to get it done. 23-20. 
the Eagles win a close game. But this time, they're able to slow down the Colts just enough, and they're able to get enough of the breaks to actually win the game. The New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Great game. Huge game for both teams. I like the Patriots. I'll believe that Zach Wilson and the Jets go into New England and get a win when I see it. Give me, give me the Patriots all day in this one. It would be, wow. I mean, you think about the Jets beating the Bills. This would be one of the biggest wins for the Jets in a long time. To beat the Bills and Patriots back-to-back and to do it in Foxborough. We will be talking about the Jets quite a bit if they pull this one off. I'm not predicting that. I'm predicting the Patriots win 17-14, low scoring. The Los Angeles Rams at the New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints come marching. This game, I mean, it sounds like the Saints won't have three starting offensive linemen. We know the Rams are absolutely ravaged by injury right now. This is a toss-up game. I, I have no idea. I mean, your your guess on this one is as good as mine. I guess I'll lean Saints because they're playing at home and Saints fans are awesome and they'll still have a home crowd even though they're having a disastrous season. But the Rams getting Stafford back does give them a chance. I don't know, man. Uh, let's go. Well, they're both kind of offensively challenged too. So I'm going to say Saints win 20-19. to 19. The Detroit Lions at the New York Giants. I, you know, we've never really established whether it's Detroit or Detroit. I know we've got people, KJ's from there. I think Norm is originally from there. Is it Detroit or Detroit? I think it's Detroit. I think Jack's wrong because I know people from there. I think they say Detroit. I don't think they say Detroit. But anyway, I think you're wrong, Jack. Where'd you, where'd you, where, why do you think it's Detroit? I don't know. It's just like, I just, I get fanatically. It's just D-E, Troy, like Detroit. I don't know. If he was Dutch, he'd be D-A. Well, I know this much. It's right there on the Canadian border. In fact, you can see Canada from Detroit. And when I think Canada, I think Labat Blue Light. There is no better way to watch your team or just to watch maybe high school football games in your hotel room, in your underwear than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. Stock up, be the MVP of your tailgate, share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Maybe they'll be able to go ahead and have some Labatt Blues in Buffalo after they celebrate a win, or in Detroit after they celebrate a win. You know, I think it's really interesting, the betting line. The Giants are the home team, and they're favored by three, which is telling us that the sports books or the betters or whoever essentially think the Lions and Giants are about even teams. The Giants are seven and two. The Lions are like, what, three and six? That's wild, isn't it? I mean, that tells you something about something. Look, I got the Giants. I mean, they they've shown a real propensity to win these close games late the lions not so much even though they have won two in a row i can see the lions winning this game but i'll go with you know i always make my picks based on what i would bet on right like what i what if you guys are taking these as gospel 
I think the Giants have a better chance to win the game at home, given the circumstances. And I do think this is another low-scoring game. Neither offense functioning on all cylinders right now. Giants D, pretty good. Um, 21-20 G-Men. Meanwhile, it's in Vegas Raiders at Detroit. Or not Detroit. You got me talking about Detroit. Denver Broncos. Is it the D Denver Broncos? Maybe. Never know. But phonetically, phonetically, Jack, it should be the D Denver Broncos. So this is another who knows. I'll go with the Broncos because the Raiders are kind of a mess. Derek Carr's getting emotional, calling out teammates. They've got a bunch of injuries, but I don't know. It's it's kind of tough to pick the Broncos to win football games. It really is. You know, you got to know, like, you got to think at this point, even the coaching staff for the Broncos knows that they're probably as good as gone. I mean, unless they go on a major run here to end the year, I would think that the new ownership would make a change with the, um, at this point, with with the coaching staff. So this is when it kind of like can get ugly, Broncos. But this is we've had several that to me are like I have no idea. I mean, it's like a toss up. Fezzik feels strongly about the Broncos on the Even Money podcast. I think it could be the Raiders. I'll take the Broncos at home. The the Raiders issues, whatever. Uh, but I don't think they're gonna score very many points. I guess I'll say seventeen thirteen. Broncos D steps up. They get the win. The Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So interesting. I know a lot of you guys don't care, but it's interesting to me. The Cowboys are favored in this game on the road. So even though they have three losses, the Vikings have one. It's in Minnesota. The Vic- the Cowboys are favored, which says something about something. I think that's really interesting. I I kind of like the Vikings to win the game. I think the Vikings are the better team. I think they've been playing better. They're playing at home. I think the Vikings are the better team. I think the Vikings win the game. I think it's probably 23-20 Vikings. I guess we can let the doggies out, Jack. Ross's underdog of the week. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this will be a close, good game. I think it would have been a good Sunday nighter, especially for me logistically calling the game. But instead, I'll be going to L.A. and back in a day. I'll take the Bengals. I don't know if I'm picking the Steelers just quite yet to win back-to-back games. Bengals coming off a bye, but you never really know how teams are off a bye. Some teams come up after a bye really hot. Other teams absolutely do not. So let's go Bengals. But I don't think they'll score that many points. It sounds like the Steelers are getting Minka Fitzpatrick back. They've got TJ Watt. I still think the Bengals are just better. I don't I don't think they'll have Chase. It sounds like they might have him next week. So I think another lower scoring game, but I think the Bengals get it done. Let's go twenty to seventeen, Cincinnati. Next we got Sunday night football at the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. Featuring Ross Tucker and Tom McCarthy on Westwood One. I like the Chiefs, although the Chargers might be getting back Keenan Allen. They might be getting back Mike Williams. That certainly is notable and something that could affect the game for sure. 
still hard to go against Mahomes. Did you hear the breaking news from Greg Cosell yesterday? Patrick Mahomes is really good. I mean, that was significant breaking news from Greg yesterday. And so I'm going to take Greg's excellent, like stunning, hardcore video watching insight on that one and take the Chiefs. This should be entertaining. This should be fun. How about 28-27 Chiefs? Chargers settle for a couple field goals. The Chiefs do not. We'll wrap up Monday Night Football in Mexico City at the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Yep, I'm all over the uh, I'm all over the Niners in this one. Cardinals, we don't even know who the quarterback will be. Interesting that I don't really think it makes that much of a difference. It's not like that much of a factor for me in terms of who ends up being the quarterback. That's not real good when you pay Kyler Murray that much money. In fact, there's part of me that thinks Colt McCoy might give them a better chance to win, but he's banged up too. Give me the Niners. They get another win. They're kind of rolling a little bit if they get this win. And that is a score of, I don't know, like a moderate game, 24-20, maybe 24-17, Niners. Shout-outs are in order, Jack. By the way, every other show is now posted. So you guys are good to go to check out both Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, College Draft, Andrews Business of Sports. And I'm good to go to shout-out Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeSchedule.com, and MyFrontPageStory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.